0: you're listening to the esoterics podcast
1: Is it going? This is Joe and I'm Fiora
0: Lise. Welcome back to the Esoterics Podcast. How's it going this week? How's it
1: going with you, Fiora?
0: Uh, it's going. I'm just trying to balance work and that remodel and life. So, <laughs> uh huh, kids, family, dogs,
1: parrots, yes, the parrot, um, uh, house. <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, you know the important stuff like podcasting. Yes, and um,
0: you know, <laughs> you know, podcasts are my friend because that this is what I this is what I listen to while I'm doing work, and I'm you know doing I'm doing stuff at the house, or if I'm just working or driving. So I hope that we I can offer the same <laughs> the same energy that I receive from podcasts that I could put that back out into the world. <laughs>
1: I think so. I mean, I listen to, I listen to our podcast when it drops. Usually mm-hmm. I'll listen to it like on a Saturday or a Sunday when I'm doing stuff in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, um, because even though, you know, we listen to it when we edit it but and we listen to it, you know, I still want to hear the whole thing once yes. it's all done. But the other day I got, Sucked into a Chris Stapleton void, and I mean, I was listening to all his shit and all his collaborations. He did a song with Cheryl Crow, mm-hmm. and he did one with like Ed Sheeran and um, Bruno Mars, mm-hmm. and just like, just I got sucked into that. Um, thank you, Spotify, for
0: uh,
1: <laughs> for, doing that for me,
0: but yeah, yeah, yeah. My husband loves Chris Stapleton. We should we should Ugh. go see him. He's gonna be on tour.
1: Oh. I, yes, I am just, and you know what? I did a little research cause I was like, if this motherfucker is a Trump supporter, I'm going to be so pissed, but he's actually, um, he's actually quite liberal and yeah. he's very much a BLM supporter and a supporter of equal rights and all this stuff. And his wife is freaking a goddess with this gorgeous hair. Yeah. yeah I totally fell in love with him and his 12 kids and his wife I think he doesn't have 12 he's got like six or something it's six too many if you ask me but you know I don't have kids I don't have kids
0: so yeah and it's funny because he didn't even like set out to be a singer I think he was just a, a songwriter originally and then he fell into it which is like you know I guess when when you're calling as you're calling you're you can't avoid it
1: you can't avoid it. i pulled his numbers cuz um they they gave his full name and mm. then i'm like well i'm gonna google his birthday mm-hmm. and his his numbers he's a life path 8 so that makes sense right material wealth and success yeah. um but he has a very he's got a couple sixes in there so um not at all there's there was no 3 mm-hmm. except in his is um, minor heart's desire and okay. threes are typically the artists, the, you know, oh. the, the performers, the, that sort of thing. So huh.
0: um,
1: yeah, his, his life path, his core chart didn't really match who he is. So that's it's funny. Cool. Yeah. That's, how, that's my version of stalking <laughs> running a core cool report on people.
0: I know. I see astrologers that pull celebrity charts all the time and stuff. Like that. I, <laughs> I I'm, know. I'm generally here for it though. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jasmine, uh, esoteric Essa, she's done. She'll do like couples charts. So she's yeah. done like um like Kim and Kanye, and she's done like JLo and um or oh, what's his name, whoever she's with ben. now, uh, Ben Ben, <laughs> ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah. Um, so and it's interesting how you know there's certain things that align in both their charts or whatever. So yeah, it's it, it's cool. It's it's cool to see it. I like it. I enjoy it.
1: It's very cool. I love couples couples you know charting and numerology it's always really fun to see how people work together and stuff yeah yeah
0: mm-hmm. I mean yeah. I don't think I've ever dated a guy without pulling his like when I was a teenager I didn't know how to pull full charts but like I would at least pull like his general astrology like right you know I'm not sorry but I'm not gonna date a tourist or something that's like complete not match or something for me
1: <laughs> do you uh, did you ever read the book Linda Goodman Sun Signs oh yeah I okay. fucking live by that book
0: yeah right that was yeah. the
1: best book so you got
0: to look up all your friends and all your crushes it's yes. like oh you know yeah you know, okay. exactly yeah <laughs> and then your friends crushes and it's like yeah. oh yeah you guys uh-huh. are compatible or no you're not
1: <laughs> seriously that book though was legit and to this day it's it's oh, yeah. one of the more, one of the best um books yes you know to sort of look into compatibility so yep. i enjoy it i enjoy it linda goodman yes good yeah song.
0: linda goodman's books yeah those are were... there was also there was sun signs and then there was also the love signs one too yep. love signs and sun yeah. signs yeah yeah yeah. yeah i love those those were great uh so uh what's new with you you got any announcements no i don't really have anything this week all right Well, but what we do have is coming up next month, we have our retreat. We're only a few weeks away at this point. It's
1: starting to get real, and now I'm starting to get super, super busy, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, just with all the details and getting everything together and, you know, plus personal stuff, right? I have to get a dog sitter, and I have to pack and do all that crap, too, so I'm starting to throw things together, but uh, yeah, so... The retreat's coming. It's just a couple weeks away and we've reworked the commuter alternative um, into a fantastic day long option that's going to take place on Saturday, the 28th. So we're going to call it the Sacred Soul Gathering. And it's a one day only event that includes all the amazing happenings that take place on Saturday, um, the 28th. Um, But there is still time to book the entire weekend for 888. There's plenty of room, but some of the things to look forward to, we're going to have like, a, you know, an amazing opening ceremony and meditation and some yoga. We're going to have a couple classes and workshops and I'm writing the classes and workshops right now. And all of these inspired ideas are coming to me. I just, it's such an amazing time to write a workshop. Um, uh, you know, then there's, you know, beach meditations and sound therapy and Reiki and, you know, um, has, has yet to, um, Come up with her. Like, what are you gonna? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna run us through? What are you gonna? Well, I'm
0: definitely gonna do breath work. We're definitely gonna do some nice work classes. Yes. Nice. Okay.
1: So there's tons of stuff, and then the evening's gonna end with a lovely dinner and a beach bonfire, and you know, just lots of um, socializing and cocktails, or you know, just water. It doesn't matter, right? It's yes. gonna be a wonderful, wonderful Saturday. Um, so join us for the whole weekend. Join us for the day whatever it's going to be amazing
0: yep i just realized it's the 28th too and remember we just talked about that i mean that the, mm-hmm. our our big saturday thing yeah it's on the 28th mm-hmm. yeah The big Saturday
1: because i said it twice and i'm like why does that feel weird that i said it twice <laughs> yeah. right it's taking place on saturday may 28th yep yes um what are we talking about today
0: so today we are talking about mary magdalene mm-hmm. This is a subject that has um, more recently kind of come into to my attention. Um, I was telling you before we started recording. I don't know what I was thinking, buying two books in the middle of doing everything else that I'm doing. Um, Why not throw throw another novel right. on there? Uh, I just it was just late one night, and I was right right before going to bed, and I. I had just like finished my like nighttime meditation and all of a sudden it was just I need to buy I need to buy a book on the Gospel of Mary Magdalene. And then I just went on Inner Traditions and just real quick and just bought them. And I'm like, all right, I don't know when I'm gonna read this, but I'll figure it out. Um and so far I've only I've only gotten through one. So I'm I started with the book The Gospel of Mary Magdalene. This is by Jean-Yves Leloup. Um uh, with a foreword by Jacob Needleman. And and it was actually very easy to get through. I was surprised because normally the when I when I get certain books, you know, we've talked about this. Sometimes they're hard to get through. It's a lot of right. information or it's a lot of facts. It's just a lot of stuff or it, the way it's written. This one is actually like it has pretty good flow. Um so this will probably turn into maybe a couple parts. Because there's certain things I that, oh, that yeah, yeah, that I, I want to talk to you about. Um but first I just wanted to just kind of like set the stage as far as where this this text comes from and what we know about it and all that stuff. So I know I I grew up Catholic, um semi-Catholic, and the only thing I ever knew about Mary Magdalene was that she was there when Jesus was crucified and then the whole thing about her supposedly being a prostitute. What, what yeah. did you grow up knowing about her? Um, the same, mostly uh, my, because
1: we, you know, there there was no God in our house. There was no church, right? Mm. Like, it was a godless house. <laughs> 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 not really but you know what I mean? Like church was not a thing at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just a stereotypical, um, Mary Magdalene gave birth, you know, um, under the Bethlehem star to Jesus and there were donkeys there and some wise people. And, uh, no, that was mother Mary, mother so, Mary mother oh, Mary. Magdalene was Jesus's, um, girlfriend.
0: Okay. Clearly I need to listen to this <laughs> podcast because I don't know who the hell she was. I don't know. Okay. All right. So. Mary Magdalene was actually his she was his companion. Um and she was Okay, what's that mean? So she was his head, okay, as far as we know, because there's no like they have not found proof yet that she was actually like his wife or, you know, but it's kind of implied. Um okay, so I but I'll get I'll get into that part of it. But essentially what okay. she was is she was actually the head apostle. Like she was the main one. And she's not even truly recognized as as that, like you know, as well, far as fuck, of
1: course she was yeah, of course, recognized of as it,
0: yeah, because because she's a fuck, she's she's a woman, yeah, woman, and, yep. and what would that mean? What would that mean for us growing up if we knew that one of the apostles or that the the main apostle, the head apostle, was a woman? Like how how life changing <sighs> would that be for women everywhere? For women everywhere, don't get me started on the patriarchy because I will <laughs> yeah. take any opportunity yeah. to bitch about them. So, okay, so the Bible as we know it has the Old Testament, which I honestly, will be honest with you, I don't know jack shit about, and the New Testament, which are made of the four main Gospels. Or that it's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And then there's the other stuff that's on it, like including the book of revelation acts, all that stuff. But those are the main four gospels that are included in the new Testament. So, okay. But it's also really important to recognize how fucking corrupted that shit is because <laughs> obviously it was, um, text that was a translation of stories that somebody told people from times when people didn't even know how to write yet. Right. So these were all, you know, it's there, it's so, and it's so convoluted and then it was given to Kings so that they can pull the parts out that they liked and that they didn't like, and they could change things around. So, but the problematic details of the Bible are a completely other episode, but so (laughs) but uh, we will cover that. Right. Because honestly, why, how can you trust
1: anything? uh, This, this, in this book because it's been through so many hands and you know so many agendas have slipped in yeah religions and yes yes i mean really yes okay (laughs) i'm a heathen (laughs) i'm a heathen here so
0: so the new testament is just just to give you an idea of where this fits in the new testament is believed to be written somewhere between 50 and 100 a.d it's approximate the point is somewhere before 120 AD so the gospel of Mary Magdalene is part of several papyrus texts that were found in actually they weren't found until 1945 so these were a bunch of texts yeah they were found in an urn that was Mm -hmm. dug up and papyrus is a is a type of paper, correct? Yeah, it's that old old yeah. paper. Yeah. And I actually yeah. I have this joke with Mike about his birth certificate cuz it's like written on some old wax paper thing and I'm like, "Here's your papyrus birth certificate." <laughs> <laughs> and he gets That's- so mad at me. <laughs> That's funny. Does he listen
1: to our <laughs> podcast when we laugh at him?
0: I think so. <laughs> but we, we, Mike. It's all in love. It's all in love. Yes. So yes, papyrus is a very old type of paper. Um, uh, anyway, so the the Gospel of Mary Magdalene was found within in this urn unfortunately though there are several pages missing they're missing I believe it's like the first pages one through six are missing uh, and then there's oh. another one in between so yeah, we, we don't even have the whole thing and originally these were written in Coptic and I didn't know anything about Coptic but Coptic is the final written stage of the ancient Egyptian language oh that's kind of cool yeah and so these things have been translated from there uh, until and then through Hebrew and Greek, and there's all these. So, so I, I, we there's got to be stuff that's got to get lost in translation. It just it's just part of part of this that happens. So just keep that keep that in mind. Um, and even with the Bible, because the Bible was a writtenly. The Old Testament was written in Hebrew and the New Testament was written in Greek. So what are they actually trying to tell us? Do we really know? Uh, no, I'm, I'm here to learn. I can't say. Yeah. Okay. So what the gospel of Mary Magdalene says, what the, the few pages that we do have access to are essentially the apostles asking her, hey, Mary, basically you were his favorite. So tell us about the teachings that he gave you that he didn't tell us is what what this like. It's like a conversation that's going on in here. And so she begins and she begins to tell them what what he's taught her because he gave her private lessons. So nice, nice.
1: So wasn't isn't there some sort of thread of
0: thought out there that she was a prostitute and his prostitute? Oh, okay. So the prostitute thing, let's clear that up right now. She was not a prostitute at all. Uh -uh. So Uh -uh. the whole thing about being um, the, there is a woman in the Bible who is supposedly mentioned as a prostitute. And then in, I don't know what time, some fucking Pope, Pope Gregory, I think it was he came out and he said that, yeah, this woman is Mary Magdalene, even though she's not named, that's who she is. And then in the sixties, the Catholic church actually came out and said, no, this is wrong. He was wrong. And they said, they, they took that away. Like they admitted that there was wrongdoing there and that that was not true. And she was not a prostitute and, but the shit stuck ever since. (laughs) So no. Yeah. So she was absolutely not, a prostitute, that there's actually no evidence behind that. That was just a way, the way that I feel, is a way to soil her name.
1: Yeah, and it it really also, um, it aligns with this whole ideology that women were, from the very beginning, the superior gender, as far as being the goddess, the givers of life, the creators, um, you know, that sort of thing. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, it's not surprising, but it's also kind of sad because... You know, if she's not known for her contribution to, you know, history, it's kind of sad. Yeah. Like, you know, she needs to be. I'm glad you're doing this episode.
0: I feel like what we're moving into right now is this more acknowledging of the feminine power of the feminine force. And I feel like this lesson and learning more about her and learning the teachings that she has to provide is part of that is allowing us to integrate which once i get into all that like it's it's amazing stuff but the thing about the just really quick about the the word that some people have translated or believe to be the word prostitute was actually a greek word for sinner which was harmatolos and that is actually not the right word because it in greek the word for prostitute or harlot is actually porin so they never and they never use that word in the bible so it's just a mistranslation and and also the fact that they put that word together and then this pope gregory guy decided to say that it was her and and it was not so just we'll clear that up she was definitely not a prostitute that was just some asshole pope making jumping to conclusions for whatever reason.
1: Fucking Pope
0: Gregory. Yeah. Fuck you. <sighs> <laughs> anyway, so okay. So the the really interesting part that I wanted to get into about about all these teachings is this is something that's brought up about Mary Magdalene. The fact that she was sub- liberated from quote unquote, seven demons, but they were not actually seven demons. So they, it's seven, it's like seven core spiritual fears is what they actually are. And these, these are the fears, like the fear that there is not enough, the fear of I am insignificant and have nothing to offer this world. I cannot live as my truth. I am not loved or that love has to be earned and can be taken away. Uh, I am not free to express my truth, and I do not know my truth, and the last one is I am alone.
1: So that's very spiritual, very New Age, contemporary, very esoteric.
0: Yes. So th- these are these are translated right into like what we can interpret them into now, uh, but essentially what those seven seven things were were think of like the seven deadly sins.
1: Right. Right.
0: And then also though, if you think about it, like in the other ways that, that number seven works, the colors of the rainbow. Mm-hmm. Right. And what that actually is. Um, so if the colors of the rainbow and the seven different colors, um, they're fragmented light. Right, it, that's all sure. that that are the rainbow projection is, and and then there's like the Noah's Ark thing, right? Something about like the rainbow or something like he would see a rainbow and that's how he would know. I don't, I don't, I don't know the Bible. I'm sorry, I'm not a Bible scholar, um, but <laughs> but I know that there's something there uh, as far as rainbows go as well. But are we not all? light beings in in that way of we co- we come from light and so if anything that's just a way that we integrated into ourselves
1: well, I mean everything history always ties back to you know the greater um, soul evolution and the purpose and all of those you know sort of like I said esoteric themes and that stuff so mm-hmm. um, we are light beings jesus was a light being um, you know mary magdalene was a light being um you know ultimately a soul with a soul blueprint and a plan and all that stuff so yes you know i just think consciousness back then obviously hadn't ascended to the point of where people really actually thought that or knew that i think some people did
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for sure yeah I, I think there were some people that did yeah um yeah, cause so, so another way to put these like so the seven deadly sins so pride, lust, envy, anger, covet, covetousness. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm, what I'm saying. saying. The, the coveting one. Mm-hmm.
1: That Glut- shalt not. Covet.
0: Yeah. Uh, gluttony and sloth, and so when she was able to overcome these, then that cleared for the seven virgins of light. So. This is the way that if she was truly healed, it's, it was the, she was like the prime example of Jesus's work as a healer. And, and so, but in, in modern terms, it's saying that her heart and her energetic centers were open. So her chakras. Exactly yes her chakras were open so yeah so the whole idea that she could be like less than or soiled from her past and all that it actually is um, it would kind of be an oxymoron in a way if if you were to believe that because if you believe that she's still soiled from her past then that means that Yeshua wasn't an effective healer so right, like pick right. one. <laughs> yeah. You can't, you can't have both. Um, nope. Right. Okay. So there's something though, that's, that, um, that is in this book that I really wanted to, um, to point out cause I thought it was really cool. And again, this is going back to mistranslations. So we just had Easter, right? Um, so Mary Magdalene was actually the first person to see Yeshua when he was resurrected, right? When she went in, she yeah. walked into the tomb. She walked in there with um with oils to anoint him, and mm-hmm. and she was the first one to to see him to speak to him. Okay, So what was he doing? He was just chilling. He was like, "Hey, what's up?" So when he when no, for real, like I don't know. I, okay, well I don't I don't know exactly really what like because I I've actually had this conversation with. My husband, my husband before because he went to Catholic school like you know his whole life. We need and, him on, here yeah, to know, Fill in the I details. Know, right? Well, that's what I want to know. Is like so, from my understanding, is he showed up in spirit? Like he showed up like like a ghost, basically is uh, yeah okay. yeah right. so okay. so that's okay. what it was is it wasn't oh, look at me i'm i can totally believe that
1: totally yeah yeah, yeah.
0: Ghost. yeah a ghost.
1: He's, a ghost. i totally get you
0: right it's a ghost <laughs> but <laughs> but then you know catholics aren't supposed to believe in ghosts or something so yeah no. so so many things just don't line up with each other okay uh-uh. so the first so it's when he when he sees her um the what he says to her is um uh don't don't hold on to me or don't cling to me um so the the mistranslation from the king james bible is do not touch me no which sounds pretty (gasps) fucked up right right (laughs) Right? which like what is he like don't touch me (laughs) Anyway. don't touch my body don't touch my body lying yeah. there because i'm a spirit yeah and but like... that but that wasn't that wasn't even actually what he said okay because the the Let's latin say. the latin translation was no le me tangere," which i'm don't speak latin so you know if Sounds anyone's out there me. whatever um okay but if we we actually translate them from the original greek the original greek word was mo which means don't hold on to me or don't cling to me. So the full line would be, do not cling to me for I am not yet ascended to the father. Oh, wow. Yeah. So what he's saying is he's talking about the, his, his body. So that somewhere between his earthly body and his ascended body, that the, the, you know so so can we talk about that for for a little bit about Please. how if we think of Jesus or yeshua as this healer and and some people were referred to him as a savior which actually the word savior um i believe it was in greek was actually the word for teacher yeah so If he was here in the physical, he was here and he was supposed to experience a full life in a physical body. And that included everything that you do in a physical body, including living and dying and the in-between, which is being a man of, yeah, he was, he's going to have sex. Like he's, that's, that was, if he didn't have the full experience of being a man He wouldn't, he wouldn't have been able to become an ascended master because he hadn't lived a full life experience.
1: A hundred percent, a hundred percent a hundred percent. So, all right. So what I know of Yeshua, honestly, I learned from Yeshua through my channels and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. And. Uh, it's basically, he came to me one day. It was in Lansing at this park called Moores River Park. It's a beautiful park. And there's a spot where it overlooks Mm -hmm. uh, Moores River Drive and this beautiful river. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there was this tree. And um, that's where I first felt him, sensed him, saw him, all this stuff. And I was like, shut up. You're like, Jesus? (laughs) Jesus, And he's like, like, my name is Yeshua. And I'm like, shut up. Up, like I don't even believe in you. Mm -hmm. So then I would start asking him questions, like you know he was he's like, well I'm your ascended master. So Yeshua and Ganesha, those are my two ascended masters that Uh I work with. And so I would ask him questions, and basically he's got a fantastic sense of humor. I mean he really does. He says he's very witty. He told me he was a carpenter. He was a teacher, and honestly, um, his role was to um, promote. you know, um, like it's like a a mini Ascension sort Mm, of thing. mm -hmm, So, mm -hmm. um, you know, that's it. And he keeps it really chill. Really. He is like a down ass, you know, hippie, like a, like a down ass dude. He's really cool.
0: Um,
1: that's just the energy that comes through. So I don't know anything about his story. Um, that's why it's so cool to kind of hear this.
0: Yeah. Um, so As far as the text of the gospel of Mary Magdalene. So this is what I thought was really cool. Okay. So when they ask, they ask her about, about sin, right? Because we've all lived under this idea of like Jesus died for your sins. So what does all that mean or whatever? Okay. Mm -hmm. So. Peter, it's actually Peter that asks, so since you have become the interpreter of the elements of the events of the world, tell us what is the sin of the world? And then she answers, there is no sin. It is you who make sin exist when you act according to the habits of your corrupted nature. This is where sin lies. My legs... My
1: whole body tingled. First, my legs tingled and then my whole body tingled. And also, can I just say that I knew that? I knew that. I knew it. Yeah. Well, it's free will, right? Yep. Free I'm... will. It's all free will. Yeah. It, and it's neither good nor bad. It is the way that we think about it, the judgment that we place upon it, that is makes it good or bad. Of course, murder exactly. and horrible deeds are bad. Yep. But... Mm. It, it, it's it's really a very fine line yeah but yeah who makes it bad exactly we make it bad by deeming it so.
0: yeah and but also you have to think of it as how how other people have perceived themselves in the act of committing things that were crimes against humanity but they were looking at themselves as savior or as ridding the world of sin and evil to make it pure again like that's yeah it's a fine line it's a very fine line yeah Um, so I thought that that was really cool so um, it's really just summarizing that there is no sin there's only sinners so it's not like it's not outside of yourself basically it's the actions that you take
1: and you know what i never understood about um, the 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 baptist religion was that they believe in original sin and oh. that babies are born with sin and i'm like but they're babies what what the what the fuck sin do what how i just don't get it and it's like well it's original sin yeah. but we come from divinity so how can we have come from sin I, it 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 doesn't make sense to me
0: Yeah, I don't I think that's bullshit. I think it's a way (laughs) of roping people in to an institution telling you you're bad. And if but if you come here, and you join us, now you're we can rid you of all the things that are bad thank you
1: i i i i totally agree it's bullshit too i'm not trying to say all religion is bullshit because we've talked about this before community coming together fellowship that's beautiful it's it's, Mm -hmm. there's nothing different than coming together in um, a woman's circle yeah but fucking a why are so many religions try to tell
0: people that they suck when they don't because it's about control it is
1: about control
0: I think it's that just, yeah, it's, it's shame. That's
1: the part that sucks. Shame, yeah. guilt,
0: yeah, you know, control. It, it's a way yeah. of controlling people through shame and guilt. That's all that that is.
1: Okay. What else? What? What? What are some more cool things
0: about um, Mags? Mary Mags. <laughs> okay. This is this is what I thought was really cool. Okay. So, um, so this is talking about the um the idea of like what it means to ascend like how to be basically yeah, how to ascension. be a, ascension how to be a better version of yourself like what what is the point of all these teachings is 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 what the question was um so okay what what this says is like they're talking about the impermanence so that attaching yourself to a certain identity, it's, it's going to, it has its consequences. And so, okay. So this is the actual text. It says, um, um, this is why you become sick and why you die. It is the result of your actions. What you do takes you further away. Those who have ears, let them hear. That's beautiful. So what this is talking about is is just the that the sickness and suffering and death they're all consequences of our own acts. But there's no reason to blame anyone for this. Uh, it's it's vain to complain and to put that onto other people because there there really shouldn't be any room for that kind of hate in this world. That the evil and the sin arise from the blamer in ourselves. Um, so this is this is kind of it gets into that a part of it, but this is what I thought was really cool. Okay, so this blamer is the so this is in Hebrew the word is called Shatan, so and it actually means obstacle, like Satan, right? Ah, yeah. yeah. And then the word in Greek, diabolos. which is the word in Greek is actually divider. So, Mm -hmm. so that like, when I saw that, like, it's like my mind is like, like I just had, you know, fucking like my (gasps) mind exploded. Yeah. Because (laughs) if you think of, okay. So uh, for anyone who doesn't speak Spanish, so diabolos, diablo in in Spanish is devil. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Then it comes from the word diabolos. But if that actually just means divider, doesn't that make sense that it would be the division of yourself from love, like of, of from God? Yes. Yeah, it's yep. the, the, mm-hmm. the division of yourself from love, from God, from, from source, love. from yeah. Divinity, yep. yeah, division, divinity. Yes. Yeah. So
1: what's interesting to me is that there's such a contemporary um, energy coming from these words, Mhm I mean, it's timeless, you know, so I mean, it, whenever anything sounds like something that comes from a channel mm-hmm. or my guides, then I'm like, this shit is eternal. This shit is cosmic. This is, you know, it, it's proof that the same spirit guides that talk to me and talk to our modern day mystics, like Abraham or, um, I'm sorry, um, Esther, abraham mm-hmm, hicks mm-hmm, um all of that it's the same they're the same spirits that we're talking to mary magdalene and yeshua and you know all of the you know ad folks yep yeah or Pete, or what is it before death what's that bc bc B, BC. bc and ad yeah. yes yes
0: Yeah. So the the point of this is and and this is what the beautiful part of it is, is that the teachings of of what she's what she's saying are that the savior is to be found within yourself, not outside of yourself. Right, right. And that just like sums it all up. Like that's like That's like the that was like honestly like the core of all I wanted to get to like with all this I was like wow but at the same time like it, it's just so like I guess heartwarming to hear it again and to hear it from other sources and to hear it it's it's just confirmation of what we've already learned what we've already been learning in and but just becoming more spiritual of of how the healing starts with you and the the fixing and the unhappiness it starts from within and, and until you can't make friends with that until you can't integrate that until you can't heal that then you can't like move on and you can't heal the next person Yeah
1: absolutely you know what this that also what you just said that sort of it it brings to mind that whole you know um people who are like who am i to help people who am i to lead people who am i to be a healer who am i to take clients and start working with people and helping them heal and um you know again this wisdom is you know timeless Mm -hmm. um it's um What's the word for it's immortal, mm-hmm. um, and so how 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 do you know that you haven't built up to this in past lives in past lives, and that the lessons that you're learning in this life, in you know a few short years, then ultimately overall prepare you to actually be a healer and yeah. move forward. So yeah. uh, that's that's um you know just just some crazy musings that I have about.
0: Yeah. <laughs> stuff that pops up and uh this study of yourself the inner knowing the self-knowing through integration of your shadow aspects all that stuff like sometimes people just need to hear it and that's enough that's and then it's take it or leave it really and that's that's why that's why i personally love this shit is because it's not like an organized religion thing where it's like this is what it is and these are the rules and do as i say not as i do <laughs> like you know it's not so it's just here's the thing does it resonate with you yes cool no also cool like like no you know no harm no foul like it's not it's not here to Uh, shame you or guilt you into believing or into understanding a a lot of this is just, it's just that it's just like your own inner knowing and like how you can how you personally connect with it. And that's it. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the beauty in it. And that's all you need.
1: They're beautiful wise words that again are timeless that when we're being reminded of, you know, things that we may have just learned this year or last year or, you know, and, 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 in order to learn the most beautiful aspects of that, we don't need four walls. Mm -hmm. We don't need a church on Sunday. We don't need somebody to keep us from sinning or tell us that we're wrong. And, you know, that's, that's what I love about this. It's like, this is to me, um, this is my religion.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Validation of my spiritual nature.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, I know we've, We talked about what Dolores Cannon talked about, about um, um, Jesus in the Essenes. And that's one of the things that they talk about is how church was not meant to be a place. It was not meant to be four walls. It's not a place you go to church essentially is a gathering of people. And that's all it Mm -hmm. is. And uh, of people um, there to form a loving and safe space for them to speak and share with each other and that's it it's actually not as complicated as people make it out to be
1: it's not as complicated and it's not as restrictive or yeah you know what's interesting too is when you were telling me um when you were just talking about that i in my mind's eye i got a flash of the oracle of the delphi um or the delphi oracles and Hmm. that um those um that's a cool story so um that's one that'll go on the list to talk about uh, those oracles were badasses yeah um yeah
0: yeah so the next book that i'm going to read is the healing wisdom of mary magdalene so as soon as i'm done with that book then i'll move on and we can talk a little bit more about that and whatever else comes comes out of there because i there's there's more i know there's more um there was some sex magic stuff that went on in there. Um, Shut up. Yeah, it's, it's got, it's, you know, there's there's some cool stuff in there that is, you know, we're humans. <laughs> I think she was a
1: priestess. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. There's, and,
1: mm-hmm. Well, I want to, let's, what about the seven, what about the seven chakras? Like, what about all that stuff too? Like, let's get into that like at some point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let's, yeah. We we will get into more of that. Uh, The way that, that I've seen it now is just, is what I explained before about how those fears correspond directly with the seven chakras and how that is a way to, to do healing work. Um, and that's something that I'm looking to learning in itself. Um, and just, hopefully we'll see what this book has to say um about though the about the thing about her being a priestess yes i've heard this and i just haven't been able to like find more information about it but i'll dig in more um as i as i have time um that she was uh, an egyptian prin- priestess is what she was
1: mary fucking magdalene was a priestess i don't yeah. give a shit what yeah they tell
0: and me. she was an egyptian she Worker was an egyptian priestess and she actually so she yes she worked with yeshua and he taught her but she also taught him
1: yeah so it's interesting um because there's just all of oh whoa there go my legs all right. So it, what just, it was just sort of this flush of, of, of energy and thoughts and mm-hmm. um, that's what happens when I get what, what are called psychic hits. So I'm going to. Um, um, call him into a meditation and ask him about her priestess nature. Okay. And we'll report back to all of our, um, our listeners here. Um because it's feeling very like, yeah, they're both my legs. There's something there, guys. Yeah, there's something there. Uh. Jesus, tell me what it is. <laughs> <laughs> he has a good sense of humor, so he's not gonna be like,
0: "That's this crazy girl." Um,
1: I know. Yeah, okay, uh, so- you
0: think of the uh, the what's the the Jesus in? Is it, is it in? Is it in real the one that's just like he's thumbs up? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I love that
1: picture of him, yeah. right? He's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, um, well, I mean, you know, like I said, I, I never. It's not that I didn't believe in Jesus. It's just like, <laughs> no, but,
0: you know. it's just the. Uh, personally, for me, it's like the idea of like he died for your sins, so therefore, like live your life a certain way because you know otherwise like <laughs> but there's this and this is oh, I hope he has a sense of humor because there's this meme that said totally so does. if you never so if you never sin then did Jesus die in vain oh my god i posted that on my personal page and i got
1: people were like oh my god you went over the line it's like did i really did keep scrolling
0: did did you though i mean did i though?
1: no you know um i mean people get a get a sense of humor when it comes to um to jesus okay (laughs) i mean he has one so y'all
0: need one too Yeah, when I asked him for signs, I got a bunch of those funny freeway signs of like, Jesus loves you, or like, where is Jesus, or, Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, I, I, I can see that. And obviously, he hung out with all sorts of different people. He, you know, well, The
1: thing is, is that he had, like I said, he had a soul blueprint just like everybody else. He made mistakes. He did the human things. Yep. He lived his life as a human. I mean, for that matter, we could say any modern day, you know, symbol of celebrity who died tragically, quote unquote, oh. for, for, for a greater purpose quote unquote died for our sins. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. it's just, it's all been convoluted and, you know, I like and prefer thinking of him as an ascended master, as um, you know, um just a, a spirit guide. Um it humanizes him, you know. Yeah. And and I and I truly believe that he, you know, just in all of the channels and stuff that I get from him, um, that he he wants that you know and there are people out there too if you google ch- jesus channels or you know that sort of thing you'll you'll see a bunch of people i i'm i'm not that you know he's 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 another voice and it's cool
0: yeah 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 and he but. shows up for he shows up for some people like that yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah so, all right excellent all um, right he has something for yeah. the closing vibe today I do. Right. Um, so this I'm, I'm totally giving credit where credit is due. This is, um, from astrology.com. Um, and I'm going to quickly go over, uh, the weekly love horoscope. Uh, now listen, it, this is more for fun because by the time you guys get this, it will be Friday. So mm-hmm. your week will be gone, but, um, it is kind of cool because this is the week, um, when, um, love astrologically, when love is, um, it has a greater purpose of expanding and, or entering your life. Okay. So I'm going to start for Aries. First part of the week is perfect for dates and long, serious talks because you're so easy going that the person you're with is likely to be somewhat disarmed. Hmm. Um, and now as the weekend begins, you need to initiate anything you want to see happen because you're the one with that energy. So Um, Please let us know if any of these horoscopes were spot on. But again, I mean, I can't take credit for it. This is astrology.com.
0: Oh, the other thing about horoscopes is sometimes you got to also listen to your rising sign. Your rising sign. Yes. Yes.
1: Okay. Yep. And if it helps your moon too. So Mm -hmm. sun sign, rising sign, and then moon sign. Taurus. If you're looking for a new love, now is the time to accelerate the search. You're more attractive than ever, so be open to new people and possibilities. Listen to your intuition. This weekend, and you won't go wrong, so you will get this in time for this weekend. Gemini. It's way too easy to misread people this weekend, but as long as you remain skeptical of your first impressions, you'll be fine. Look and listen before reacting. Gemini so basically Gemini um, if your first reaction is to be a jerk don't <laughs> <laughs> you know I don't think Gemini's are, are I like Gemini's me too um, yeah I, I I enjoy conversations with Gemini's but they get a bad rap I don't know why I mean you know one of my best friends a couple of my best friends are Gemini's so uh,
0: well because in men they can um, they uh, have a hard time keeping their interest in one place
1: you know yeah, I mean. I, I yeah, I can see that. I can see that. but and and what I love about it, especially with my solar five, is that Gemini's keep it interesting. right mm. They go from topic to topic to topic. yeah, I'm you know, I'm like, yeah, let's do this. So yeah. I dig a Gemini. Cancer, you're thinking about romance as uniquely your own early this week I don't really know what that means You, but hmm. basically they go on to say you might have to take a while to get it across to the right person but it will totally be worth it to do so so I think what they're saying is you're going to be interested um, but the other person isn't so it's going it, to it, if it's the right person they'll pick up on it mm-hmm. I guess oh, cancer <laughs> sorry cancer That you got one that sucked <laughs> Leo. Okay. This is, this is a good one. This is Leo is my moon. Leo watch your sass on Monday and Tuesday because someone you really need to be clear with might misinterpret it. Uh, people, uh, I say things in a way that are misinterpreted all the time. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's just what I do. Um, if they think you are full of yourself, you'll have to correct the issue quickly. Don't let it get that far if you can. It, it really, I always have to explain myself. It's like, you know, when I said that and it came out this way, that's not what I meant. All right, Virgo. Your emotions are running especially deep early this week. Um, it's not a bad time to communicate them to the person who's most important to you. But don't Virgos really have a hard time communicating? I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I The yeah. Virgos I know are not easy. I feel like Virgos are hard to read. Virgos are Earth signs, and you know I do dig a Virgo. I do. I mean, I I, oh, I have a earth signs.
0: ton of Virgo friends and family. A ton, yeah. But I get along they, with them just great. They're just not that easy to read, is all.
1: No, and they're moody. <laughs> Whether you're making a move or settling in or just testing the waters, you might find the timing right. Um, all right, so that's Virgo. Now, and another thing about um, to mention is that. I think that virgos are not cancers are super moody um oh yeah and I think, I think oh the worst like what is wrong with you guys it's, like, it's water serious? it flows
0: it's the way it's ebb it's ebb and flow it's just uh, you know it it's changes all the time you can't hold on to it. <laughs>
1: But it's so weird because they're so weird from person to person. Like I have oh, one cancer sure. friend who is lovely a hundred percent of the time. Okay. But I mean, I've never had him be moody or jerky. He's just a lovely human. Mm-hmm. You guys know him. He's in the um in the esoterics community. His name is Curtis. He's one of our moderators. Curtis, he's a lovely, lovely cancer. But then there's other cancers, and it's like, my God, <laughs> take some fucking
0: pills that regulate your moods or something
1: (laughs) it makes me so mad i'm like here we go again
0: mike is mostly cancer
1: is he is he very moody
0: he's a leo he's a leo son but then after he's like mostly cancer it's funny he's funny yeah yeah.
1: he he needs that he needs all that libra energy that you bring to the table (laughs) Think mike is is moody but no again, no mean, he's not oh, he's I'm not really...
0: moody he's not moody but when he gets in a mood forget yeah, it well, forget it yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> just, just, just forget it <laughs> okay uh i did libra right did i do libra
0: no you're on Brigo. okay libra
1: uh you are more attentive than usual on monday and tuesday and that should work to your advantage in a big way. Um, so, um, the middle of the week is all is a great time to share ideas and uh, intellectual passions with your sweetheart. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, little stresses might end up over the weekend, but you can help uh, yourself find by finding small ways to cope. Okay. Okay. All right. All right, Libra. Scorpio, be careful with big demands early this week because they may backfire. That's not to say that you should never ask what you for what you want. But right now, you just need to be more reactive than active. Take things one step at a time. Um, if you set the object of your affection free this weekend, they'll come back to you just when you need them most. Oh. That's for Scorpio, right? Scorpio. Uh, Sagittarius, things might seem hopeless to a lesser mortal, but you can see exactly what you need to do to make the situation work for you earlier this week. Boy, Sagittariuses really think a lot of themselves, don't they? They do. They really do. And 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 they and and I have no I have no problem with it, not at all. Um, and but I love that when people write for Sagittariuses, they're always writing as if the Sagittarius is. A god or goddess. It's like, you know what?
0: I'm not doing that in my forecast. I'm a Sagittarius rising. You are? I am. All right. Well, you are a goddess. So, All right.
1: Now, you need to get to know each other. Oh, I'm going to start again. Things might seem hopeless to a lesser mortal, but you can see exactly what you need to do to make the situation work for you. Um, so if a situation isn't working, then you just need to get to know each other better. If you feel out of sorts, try a little alone time and that you may find that once your batteries are recharged, you'll get along a lot better. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Capricorn Monday and Tuesday are good for shopping dates or, um, other somewhat practical excuses for spending time together. Uh, Well, I did shop today uh, for the (laughs) retreat, so, um, and it says you might hear something that seems hurtful this weekend, but let it sit for a while. Before long, you hear the rest of the story. Oh boy, that doesn't work well. I don't like that when that happens because mm. I'm I'm that person who's like I don't I don't I don't want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna stay away from people this week. <laughs> Aquarius, don't talk to me. <laughs> talk to me. Aquarius. Your romantic energy is totally primed in the middle of the week and things should really sizzle whether you're on a date or flirting online. If a message comes through in a way you don't like this weekend, try to get all the information you can before letting your reactions fly. You know, when I had a reading with Sam, Mm -hmm. um, she told me that I was going to meet an Aquarius. So I always pay a special attention to Aquarius horoscopes. Mm -hmm. Pisces make sure you speak your mind early this week Um, you ought to be able to find just the right words to express your heart's feelings and you should get a really good response no matter what you request the weekend is the perfect romantic time for you so make sure you've got at least one date or session of quiet time scheduled and of course right now Venus is in Pisces or Pisces is in Venus right Mm -hmm. is it still so of course Pisces was like the perfect love uh, horoscope so, yeah, that's that's um, the closing vibe um, from astrology.com. It's paraphrased. Yeah. Um, if you want to find out, read the entire um, horoscopes, just uh, visit astrology.com.
0: Yes. All right all right guys well as always you can find us on all the socials under esoterics podcast and be sure to join our facebook community the esoterics community to hear firsthand about our services events and courses as well as get intuitive development tips card pulls free meditations and a lot more lot more so we are
1: so grateful to you um for joining us thank you for sharing space with us today stay mystical magical and ready to do it again next week see you later see ya Bye bye